2: C.G. Hey, what's going on?
0: Um, we're staying outside of Good Luck Dim Sum right now.
2: Is this the place that Alan wants to go to? I
0: believe it is.
2: Alan's pumped. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh my God, he just did a like a heel click. That's a this is next level like. editor. I'm just so excited to see you guys. I'm excited That's too. So sweet. Uh, today is a big day, it's a special day for us because it is the bae's birthday. We're
0: two.
1: What's the plan today? So, we're gonna hit up three different areas uh, in the bay.
0: Spots that we have a particular love for, and are gonna play tour guide and show you why we love them.
2: I'm Devin Kadayama.
0: I'm Erica Cruz Guevara.
2: And I'm Alan Montesilio. Welcome, Welcome to, the to the bay! Bay, <laughs> the bay turns two!
1: Okay, so, Alan Montecilio, editor of the Bay, where are we? We are in the inner Richmond neighborhood of San Francisco, uh, around 8th and Clement. Um, and this is where I live. This is the neighborhood I live in. Whoa, so what brought you to this neighborhood? So when I was growing up, uh, my grandmother lived in South San Francisco for a long time. Um, my parents uh, came here for graduate school in the 80s, and so every summer we would come to the Bay Area. From where? Uh, from Hong Kong, actually, where, we, where I grew up. Um, the first time I came here, I, my sister was living here a few years ago, um, and I walked around and I was like, this feels most similar to the place where I grew up than many, possibly any other place I had lived in the United States at that point. So, and that's why, actually why I'm in the Richmond. Like, I grew up having dim sum pretty regularly, and then when I moved around the States, I would wait you know, several months and it just like hurt me in my soul. <laughs> so yeah. now I live in a place where I can just get cash only dim sum on a regular basis and that makes me happy.
2: Let's see if we can go in and get some, yeah, some yeah. something to eat here. Yeah, let's
1: do it. All right,
2: going into good luck dim sum. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. We're here um, oh, for uh, pork my, and uh, do you want
0: a pork Ooh. bun? I think a lot of people look at the Bay Area as like a very, unique place in terms of like its diversity and I'm curious if the level of comfort that you have here is something that surprises you maybe
1: it definitely surprised me the first time I visited a few years ago and it's why when I was finding a place trying to find a place to live like I looked here first and I was very lucky to find a place I could afford I think I was just surprised when I first came here that a place in the US could feel similar to a place that's far away. That is often in my thoughts, but is far away. And that in my day-to-day life, I kind of just like tuck away in my mind and just do my regular day-to-day stuff, you know? And it's probably the first place I've lived in the U.S., which is, you know, the country I was born in, but didn't grow up in, probably the first place I've lived in that feels familiar. And so, you know, when you ride the bus, and I don't know if this is a San Francisco thing or not, but, you know, when I take the 38 in, you'll hear the bus annou- announcements in English and Spanish, and th- which I'm used to hearing, but then you'll also hear it in Cantonese and Tagalog. You may even hear it in Cantonese for a second, I don't remember. Um, and I remember the first time I heard that, it kind of broke my brain a little bit. I wasn't expecting it. Um, it's, just, it's just very like sensory. It's like the sounds, the taste, I guess, just like the, the, the things you're used to seeing on a regular basis, you know? Yeah. Was there anything about the Bay Area that surprised you? You know, you can look at it on a map and intellectually and know that it's big, but it's so big, you know? Like, we went out to, we went to Vallejo, where you live, mm-hmm. for a meetup. We've been to Martinez. Um, and I'd already been to, like, I'd been to Daly City, San Mateo. Like, I'd been to Oakland. Like, I, th- there are parts in the Bay Area I'd already been to. But the idea that it was nine counties, and that includes, like, Napa and Marin... But also, you know, Silicon Valley, but also Oakland, but also Berkeley. And then even within San Francisco, there's so many neighborhoods. It seems like a basic point, but, but that's something I try to remind myself as I do this job. Which is why it's so interesting when we talk about, like, regional solutions to regional problems. It's like, it's, it's so hard and it's so complicated. My last job was in central yeah, Illinois, and I was working on a show that aired all over the state. And one thing I just was on my mind a lot was it was really hard to, like, Construct an, a region-wide identity that uh, everyone just like felt strongly about, or like wasn't contested in some way. I'd imagine there are probably a lot of people who feel like the Bay Area identity might be driven just by San Francisco and Oakland, or maybe San Francisco, Oakland, and Berkeley. I don't know, or or Silicon Valley. You know? Um, no, yeah, I think you're right. I yeah. think
2: that's that's a strong. Those are very strong identities
1: here. Yeah, yeah. So one thing I care a lot about is like not saying one place is one thing.
2: So where are we heading to next, ECG?
0: Lake Merritt. Yeah. All right,
2: where
1: do you want a spot? Do you want to sit in or?
2: Have we told people why you go by ECG? I mean, it's obvious why you go to ECG. Obvious. But notorious you, ECG. But
0: you know who gave me that nickname? Who? Vinny Tong. What? When? Um, A long time ago, actually. And this was like before I was widely known as ECG, but. Like, like there was like, like. By the public. By the public. <laughs> <laughs> by the. The the, the, people. the peoples. Well, I chose Lake Merritt because I grew up in. Fairfield California I was born in Vallejo spent a lot of time in Vallejo very diverse places in the Bay Area and anytime I met a friend from anywhere else who was like I grew up around a bunch of white people who didn't look like me. I'd never identified with that because in high school, like the most popular girl was a Filipino girl. Like I grew up going to small Filipino grocery stores in the town that I grew up in, so I felt like I was seeing myself in my community. Maybe not so much in the media, but I definitely saw myself in, in like, my neighbors and in um, my classmates. So. When I moved back from Portland, one of the widest cities in America, and moved to... <laughs> where we've
2: all lived, where we've the three all of us. Lived, which
0: is crazy. And then moved to Oakland. I really loved coming to Lake Merritt because I just feel like it's such a... It's it's the place where Oaklanders go. Like It's where you see your community just walking around in a circle, yeah. um, and I love that. Sometimes I'll stop over by that little cul-de-sac over there where those roller skaters are skating and dream of being one of them. You've been wanting
2: to get into roller I've skating been for a while. I
0: wanting to do that for so long.
2: Lake Merritt has a, a big history in Oakland. I mean, I don't know all of it, but it's it it has been the meeting spot for a lot of people in the city for decades. I mean, essentially since it's been here. Mm-hmm.
0: And also a spot where some pretty big stories have come out of here. Um, you might remember Barbecue Becky. Um, and the woman who
2: called the police on the on the men, on the black exactly. men grilling, black family grilling.
0: Exactly. And it reminds me a lot of, of Bart in a way and our episode on Bart yeah. and how, you know, in a, in a very segregated world that we live in, these parks or these libraries or BART or public transit are the last few places where different people are, are coming together in one space, and there could be tension there. There could also be really amazing things there, though, too. Like that part of the lake over there, there's always that amazing drum circle where people just walk in and start joining in on the music making, which is really amazing. And I love that about Lake Marion. yesterday i was just walking around the lake and this woman was walking her beautiful large white dog and begged us to come pet him (laughs) Uh any dog lover's dream is to not have to ask (laughs) awkwardly and just have them offer to you (laughs) and i don't know you just you can like walk around on one part of the lake and buy like a framed portrait of nina simone which i have in my bathroom (laughs) i don't know it's just so amazing this um meeting place of all different kinds of people.
1: I'm curious too about um, what it's been like for you to come back to the Bay Area and be a journalist here. Do you feel like your relationship to the Bay Area has changed?
0: It's almost surreal to report on a community that you know so intimately. Sometimes people can forget that journalists are just regular human beings who have connections to the communities that they report on. Reporting on Vallejo was really surreal, knowing the street names, where those shootings happened, and driving past places where I, I would go to all the time growing up in the course of that reporting. So yeah, I think my I think it's definitely been surreal to kind of come from a place where like I didn't know at all and report there and kind of learn how to do that and then to come back to a place that's familiar and and come back as a journalist, I think it's really been a journey. Where are we headed next, Devin Morris Karayama?
2: So we are going about three miles from here to Temescal, my old neighborhood. just got out, and the coffee shop I was planning on taking you guys to is actually closed apparently now, which I guess I'm not surprised. Um, but we can just walk down the street more towards my house and my old place and just see what we can come up with. All right. Allie and I met at the bar up here, Kingfish. I met my wife at Kingfish.
0: Shout out to Allie.
2: She was in front of the jukebox and, uh,
0: like, why is Devin's life a rom-com?
2: <laughs> yeah, so I moved to Temescal in 2015. And by that time, this neighborhood had already been gentrifying for a while. But just in the last, I guess, five years since I first moved here, a lot has changed. Like, there's been a lot of new restaurants that have come and gone. Uh, A lot of new people have moved in. Um, So this is like definitely one of those neighborhoods that we talk about when we talk about gentrification, specifically in Oakland. So I grew up in the city of Sonoma, in the county of Sonoma, and that's where I spent the first 17 years of my life. So I went to college in New York City because I wanted to do stand-up comedy. What? After Yeah, you didn't know that? No. So after I failed out of that, um, I actually moved back to the Bay, I think, in 2006. And then I, I worked at a law firm for two years in San Francisco. Uh, and then I moved up to Portland, and that's where I started volunteering in radio. Then I went to Chicago to volunteer at WBEZ, which is the public radio station there. And I also got my Master's of Arts in Journalism in Chicago. Then I just applied to all over the country for public media wound up in Louisville, Kentucky, where I was for four years before I moved back to the Bay. That's my route. When I moved here, it was definitely a brand new experience for me. I felt the same thing, ECG, that I think you were talking about earlier, which is just the diversity and feeling good about it. Um, And I grew up in Sonoma, which is very white, but I'm half Japanese and you know, it took me a long time to really tap into that part of my identity. And so when I came back here, I I think there was just, over the last, like, five years, a lot of introspective thinking that I've been doing. Um, And being in this neighborhood in particular, which is challenged with gentrification, which is challenged with this, like, narrative of, of who belongs and not, made me do, like, a lot of internal thinking as well about who I am. 2015 moved to Oakland that's when Oakland was like on the, the worst rents list They started making like the rounds You couldn't go anywhere without having a conversation with people about are you staying or are you leaving um, and you couldn't you couldn't help but to feel like that that pressure that the housing market pressure so so it felt mixed I mean up until this day I'm still thinking about, whether I'm going to stay or not, in a way.
0: And why would you choose to bring us to this spot?
2: So I think one of the things that I've really started thinking more about since I moved back to the Bay Area is, like, this idea of belonging. I think I really wanted to feel connected to a community, because I had that in Louisville. And because I moved back here and and thought, this is where I want to establish my, my life, so I had like all that surrounding uh, surrounding the decision to move here and when I moved here and that wasn't necessarily the case I start it's just it's a lot to kind of process and to put into context like how much the bay area is changing around you and your place in it. And this is a great example of what I was going through what I have been going through over the past 5 years this idea of reflecting on the change that you're making on a place. Like, clearly, when I moved here, I was part of the gentrification. Um, but also, like, putting that next to what does it mean to be a part of a community and, and eventually belong? My, my family is from the East Bay. My grandfather grew up in Berkeley. He was Japanese. He was interned. We have a house still in Berkeley. So I felt more connected to the Bay Area when I moved back in that way, my family's history. But I also felt like I didn't belong and I felt further away specifically Oakland because I didn't come here growing up I never came to Oakland I always went to San Francisco if I went to the city and so it's like this reconciliation of of your place in in your in your community and so I feel like Temescal is a lot of that it's the it's the physicalness of like change but it's also like where I was living and what I was going through over the last five years since I moved back to the Bay Area.
0: There is something to be said about the people who can still afford to live here and and afford to move back here, even if you have roots, in a way. And it's, it's like an interesting tension, I guess.
2: Yeah. Like now I just walk around and I'm constantly thinking about why am I able to be here? Why do I choose to go here? Why are these the people I'm surrounded by? And if you're not thinking about that... I feel like that's what I hope the Bay does. It challenges what we think about when we walk through the Bay Area, when we walk through the world. And we get at that through news, but really a lot of what we're talking about are these deeper like complexities that we all have as people.
1: What's uh, one thing you want listeners to know about the show that you think they don't know from listening to it?
2: We spend a lot of time talking about the 10 to 15 minutes that you hear like not only do we spend more time interviewing the reporter and then that stuff gets cut but like a lot of the ways we decide to approach a story or where we end on a particular story with what we want you to think about there's like a lot of conversation that the three of us have that goes into that do
0: yeah you want your credits the Bay is produced by me, Erica Guevara, editor, Alan Montecilio, and Devin Katayama. KQED's senior leadership team includes Vinnie Tong, Julie Kane, Ethan Lindsay, and Holly Kernan. We also get help from Kiana Mogadam.
1: Thanks so much for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, we're all on Twitter. Our show is at The Bay KQED. Devon is Radio Devon. I'm at Alan Montecilio. That's Alan with one L and M-O-N-T-E-C-I-L-L-O. And Erica is at Notorious ECG. You can also email us at Bay at kqed.org. We got a couple calls
2: from The Bay co-founders.
0: Hey, guys, it's Vinny. I just wanted to say happy birthday. Um, I can't believe it's been two years. And I'm super excited about all the people who have started listening to The Bay uh, since we got started. Okay, bye. Hey, y'all, it's Erica. I'm so excited, it's your birthday. Yay, The Bay has been um, such a treat to have as a gay area resident to know what's going on in my community. Thanks for the hard work and all the great stories. Celebrate, y'all. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara.
2: I'm Devin Kadayama.
1: And I'm Alan Montecilio.
0: See y'all next time. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book.